Hello and welcome to Perimenopause Podcast. Today I'm talking with Rebecca from Goldie Magazine, editor of the lovely and great Goldie Magazine. How are you today, Rebecca? Um, yeah, I'm okay. I'm, you know, got Hang a few of there. the... Yeah, I've got a few of the odd symptoms going around, but yeah, I'm fine, thank you. <laughs> Lovely to speak to you. And you, we, we met last year, didn't we, didn't we, online? Yeah, I was, I was trying to think about that. Well, I think it was, I think we definitely met on Instagram, didn't we, and then kind of became yeah. friends in real life. Yeah, we've met a few times, haven't we? We've had yeah. a nice old chinwag together and we've got some ideas that we want to collaborate on together, so we'll be looking forward Indeed. to that together, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us about Goldie magazine and, and tell me your why. Okay, so Goldie, actually, if I think about it, it's, it's almost exactly two years old. Um, oh. We launched the first issue in early April 2018. Mm-hmm. And my initial reason for launching a print magazine was because I was no longer excited by any of the other magazines that were on the newsstands, actually. Yeah. And, you know, I, I've been a real magazine person. I always bought Vogue and I, back in the day I was a, a real kind of face person and mm-hmm. always loved print magazines. Uh-huh. But just realised they weren't doing it for me anymore. So someone kind of challenged me and said, well, if you feel like that, why don't you do your own? And mm-hmm. I thought, oh, okay. Yeah, I, love, <laughs> I, I love your magazine. It's brilliant. You you featured myself um, my journey with Perimona Post in your yeah. magazine and it was a great and it was such a lovely f- full packed magazine of interesting articles with fashion travel interesting oh. topics it was it was lovely and it did and I, it felt like um it was nice and colorful and vibrant that's what I liked about yeah, it, I mean, it was, so, you know so my background predominantly my most of my working life has been in fashion mm-hmm. but then I retrained a few years ago um I did a master's in positive psychology, uh-huh. and you know, which is the science of happiness, basically. And everything that underpins the whole way through the magazine and through any of the content and media that we put out, uh-huh. it's all based actually on the science of happiness. Now, uh-huh. it's applied, so you don't actually realise. You know, you don't realise when you're picking up my magazine that I'm actually encouraging you to think positively mm-hmm. or to be grateful or to have any of the other kind of words we associate with positive psychology interventions. Uh-huh. But that's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it comes across it really... you don't understand, you know, you don't know it's being done to you, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, it comes across really full of life and energy and, and forward thinking. That's what I like about it. Yeah, I mean, we say we're positively glossy. Yeah. Um, know because we we are you know we cover the same kind of topics that other glossy mags do you know Mm -hmm. with fashion and beauty and lifestyle and travel as you say we've got we've got all those same the things you would expect Mm -hmm. but I think we deal with them and look at them in quite an unexpected way yeah you make Um, it you 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 sort of bring it across and you look at it and you you, as you're reading it you can you think oh I hadn't thought of that before and oh yeah yeah around curiosity yeah brilliant Um, and, you know, originally we were, I thought that I was going to be publishing and producing content that would only interest people of my own generation. Mm-hmm. I'm 55 and, you know, I was thinking, well, the magazine people are sort of from the age of 50 up are going to be interested in it. Mm-hmm. But what we actually discovered after really only two issues mm-hmm. was that we were talking about topics in a very universal way and a very had a very broad appeal. And actually, we no longer talk about the fact that 
we are for a particular age demographic mm-hmm. because that just hasn't happened. You know, we are properly diverse and inclusive. Yeah. We're not gendered. We're not a women's magazine at all. Yeah. We, you know, we're for, we're for all genders, all ages, mm-hmm. um, all ethnicities. You know, that we try to, we do try to make sure that we're looking at life from a really well-rounded viewpoint and I don't always get that right I'm still learning you know I've only been doing it two years Um, you're doing a good job I think it's great but but, you know we're trying we're trying to be inclusive and I always ask people you know what what could I do better Uh is that something we can all all do yeah none of us have got all the answers yeah and sometimes someone someone could have an idea and you think oh I hadn't thought of that before oh yeah it's a good idea or you know someone else's viewpoint maybe as well you sort of think oh I I hadn't thought of it that way before so where can people get your magazine, Rebecca? Where can... uh, at the moment, so all of our back issues that we're completely sold out. We're very, mm-hmm. very lucky. <laughs> we sell out of every issue. And you know, we were due to have another print magazine out on the 3rd of April. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, with everything that's going on, mm-hmm. we are not going to be producing this next magazine as yeah. a print issue. Okay. Um, I'm currently Understood. working on ways to do a really beautiful digital uh-huh. magazine oh, excellent. That, that looks just how you'd expect Goldie to look but that you can actually just yeah. purchase online and read on any of your various platforms phone oh, like, cool. you know. um, just because all of the well, basically all of the all of our stockists will be closed you know oh yeah because we stopped in in Selfridges and the Tate and all the galleries and museums over the world uh-huh. and they're all shut yeah yeah <laughs> Well, the perfect. So, well, not. It's a perfect time for you, really, because people will be using their phones and their tablets, so you'll be able to get out there to a bigger audience as well. well it, now, it, yeah, it's, it's an opportunity for us. And, yeah. You know, I've been talking for a year about creating a digital version. Yeah, I know. But of course, have. I didn't really have. I haven't got that technical expertise, and actually, I haven't got anyone in my team that has. So mm-hmm. we're really, she's really going to push us all out of our comfort zone. Oh, good, good. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's a bit scary in a way. Um, so where, where would you see yourself in five years? Oh, <laughs> so in five years I'm going to be 60. Right. And Don't look it. <laughs> thank you. I um, I mean, I think I'm going to be heading up a pretty worldwide extensive positive media company, actually. I know that sounds quite ambitious. No, I think you'll get there. that's how I see it. Mm-hmm. I think... I really, um, I think there's a lot of need for a positive outlook yeah. in media. Mm-hmm. I think I think solution focused journalism is more than ever needed right now. Yeah, yeah. Especially so, at the moment as well. Yeah, yeah. I, and you know, again, it makes me sound a little bit like I'm blowing my own trumpet, but <laughs> I think, <laughs> you know, I think I've got the skills set. Um, and I've got the most incredible team, mm-hmm. and I know that we can scale up what we're doing yeah. and actually create a platform uh-huh. for for highlighting positive change. So, Ooh. yeah, that's oh. where I see myself in five years' time. I love that answer. I'm positive and happy answer. I like that one. Yeah, it's good. Um, so we, I've, I've sort of asked people about the menopause. What would you say has been the best part of menopause for you? I mean, I don't – I know that um, – there's so many different, you know, we all have such different ways of mm-hmm. going through this, in, these hormonal changes in our life. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a, had a kind of enforced menopause um, mm-hmm. 
because I had a, a medical hysterectomy yeah. when I was 48 uh-huh. and I'd been I was quite ill uh-huh. and that that kind of the fact that I was ill took precedent over the fact I was going through the menopause in all honesty yeah understand um, yeah yeah so I it took me about two years to regain my kind of physical health. So by the time mm-hmm. I got to 50, I was back on track a bit. Yeah. Um, I went straight, I had HRT um, mm-hmm. patches mm-hmm. literally before I was almost even out of surgery. Oh. Um, so I've never really had any hot flushes. Very occasionally if I run out of HRT gel, mm-hmm. I might think, oh, is that a hot flush? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I suppose for me, it's difficult to say whether the emotions that I felt were to do with mm. all the other stuff that was going on with me medically and the yeah. kind of fear that fear that I was going to die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess I guess that took precedent really over yeah. whether the emotional roller coaster was to do with menopause. Yeah. But now at fifty five, mm-hmm. really, I have only just begun to discover my strengths and who I really want to be uh-huh. and and actually I, and I said this at, at, at a talk I was doing last week when mm-hmm. someone said to me you know what would you tell younger girls and I would say don't wait to be 55 to fall in love with yourself because um, I think that for me I, for some reason I don't know why and I don't know if that's to do with post-menopause mm-hmm. but it's taken me that long to work out I'm actually okay and I quite like myself yeah I like you I think you're lovely oh I like you too Nona <laughs> so are you a um so are you are you a, well you've had hrt yourself but how do you feel about hrt or natural menopause are you it helps i just you? think i think we all need to work it out for ourselves i don't think there's any one solution mm. and i think that's that process of discovering what works for us uh-huh. the process is just as vital and important as what actually you get to the conclusion you get to at the end yeah yeah and everyone's um, different everyone's journey is different and, so different. and, and uh, you know I, I wouldn't I'm never the kind of person that would I mean you know I'm not qualified to offer any kind of advice to anybody <laughs> um what works for me what worked for me was HRT I will continue to take HRT because mm-hmm. it suits me yeah um, yeah. You have to ask yourself, don't you, some, as well, I think, your quality of life, if it's going to help you hmm. to get to cope yeah. and manage, then you have to make that informed decision, don't you? you yeah. in, in... Um, I mean, I don't, don't know. So one of the other things that I've, in the last couple of years, I I had a, a real problem with alcohol for a long time. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm now my second year into sobriety. Hey. And not drinking at all Good. has made a massive difference to yeah. me. And I know again that a lot of women that are going through menopause, if they stop, you know, wine really does interfere with our hormone system. I know. It's fine. Um, I know, and we kind of, you know, we 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 get to that stage where it's like six o'clock, and we think, oh fuck it, I need a drink. Yeah. Um, but you know, perhaps some of us could do sometimes with looking at that as well. Um, yeah. So for me, not drinking has been brilliant. And then the other thing, last year I decided to switch completely to a plant-based diet. Uh, yeah, and, and how, how's that going? Never felt better, never felt physically better. Oh, good. So that's good. I mean, I think you know, again, it's these little things that we just need to work out for ourselves, don't we? Yeah. If it, if it didn't work for me, like if I hadn't, if I'd given up drinking and hadn't felt this yeah. real difference, mm-hmm. you then wouldn't... I would go back to drinking. And it was a, it's the same with being a vegan. Yeah. It works for me. If it didn't, then I would probably eat meat. So. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, so so you've got, so you got some good recipes. What's your favourite recipe? Well, on our um, tea time Instagram tonight, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I shared my um, cherry almond bakewell cake. Mm. Um, that's one of my favourite recipes. Nice. Yeah, I've, I've always been a big baker. I love making cakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's been a really interesting challenge adapting all my favourite recipes to being a vegan. So oh. I've really enjoyed that, actually. Oh. You've to put that into your digital magazine. Yeah, indeed. I should, yeah, you should do that. Yeah. So, um, so you've you've already covered uh, what advice you'd give to a younger you. But um, are you holding any events or? Um... Well, all of our events coming up obviously are going to have oh, to be yeah. a bit digital. Mm-hmm. So we we were scheduled to do a big catwalk show to launch the next issue mm-hmm. um, with a charity called Flourishing Lives, mm-hmm. and that was set to be on April the third at the Tate Modern. Well, obviously this is all had to cancel. Mm-hmm. So we are going to be having a digital online launch Ooh. on Friday, April the third mm-hmm. at seven pm. Mm-hmm. We're inviting everyone to come along and join us on IG Live. Mm-hmm. We're going to be putting out a playlist, so we're going to have a little bit of a disco going cool, on. Cool, We are going to be talking to some of the contributors that have got articles in the new edition. Uh-huh. Um, we're going to ask everyone to join us. You're going to have to bring your, provide your own drinks, I'm afraid, this time. <laughs> and there won't be any goodie bags. Oh, it, will be, it will be just like a Goldie launch that we normally have at a lovely club. Uh-huh. You'll have to have it. We'll be having it in our own homes. Yeah, because oh, cool. we, we thought we'll give it a go anyway and see how it works. Oh, I'll put um, that date in the diary. I'll make that one. Yeah. Brilliant. I've written, um, written that down. You know, I, think, I think we're going to certainly be doing doing our Goldian conversations as live events. And mm-hmm. all of we one of the great things about the, the, the imposition, if you like, of self isolating and social distancing mm-hmm. is it will really force us to come up with creative yeah. ideas, won't it? it you know? Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about this earlier, weren't we? Yeah. So we're we're gonna hope we're gonna bring to you a um a Zoom live, aren't we? We're gonna get together and we're we gonna yeah. kick that off on Friday. So um yeah, yeah, that'd be good. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I just think you know let's we've all got lots of things we've all got lots to say, haven't yeah. we? We all love listening to other people's lifestyles and the way we're all especially at the moment, you know, we're all coming up with our own ways of making this work, uh-huh. this in, 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 enforced being at homeness. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's even more important than ever to, sh- to share these ideas and these stories. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, and everyone's got different skill sets and different yeah. stories to offer and, as you say, different ideas. So I'm looking forward to it. It'd be good fun. Mm, I'm looking for it. You know, I think that's one of the things that we're both very similar about. We're very solution focused. Uh-huh. I mean, obviously, you're far more technical than I am. <laughs> and, you know, with all your digi stuff, you're absolutely brilliant at that. Thank which you. Is not something I'm, you know, I, I, I make it up as I go along and most of the time get it slightly wrong. Oh, you do a good um, job. I like yours. But, you know, like you say, we've all got very different skills, we've got different strengths. Mm-hmm. And one of the best ways to make teams work and to actually create real change in the world mm-hmm. is to combine people who don't think and act the same yeah yeah so yeah, yeah. Oh. so keep posted everybody keep posting yeah it's gonna be exciting <laughs> <laughs> and what's your what's your best menno moment like if you've left your keys somewhere or mine was tucking my oh. skirt in my underwear at a doctor's surgery oh, goodness. yeah um, and I had black tights on I looked like Max Wall 
nice. <laughs> it was a really yeah. nice look, yeah. I went to the toilet and it was a clear glass panel um, as I came out and it was all desks and I had, Sorry, black, I had black tights on, white trainers and a leopard, leopard skin print skirt on. And, oh, well, you did it classy, darling, didn't you? <laughs> and I walked all the way past, all the way along the uh, corridor sat down on the chair to wait for my doctor's appointment and this couple, this elderly couple was sitting there and she came over really quietly and dead straight, dead straight. She said to me, um, excuse me, um, you've tucked your skirt in your underwear. <laughs> oh, bless. And, uh, and I, 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 I just couldn't stop laughing, but they just sat there deadpan, dead serious and didn't even move. They just made me laugh even more. So that, yeah. that's my Menno moment, but have, have you got a moment like that? Actually, I can't think of anything. I mean, I even now, I'm, I mean, God knows, I've never remembered where my keys are. I can turn a bag <laughs> up. Uh, I'm forever emptying my bag on pavements. Um, <laughs> and I do daft things like I take my car to the supermarket and then walk back from the supermarket and forget that I've left my car in the car park. Those kind of <laughs> oh, there you go. I do that all the time. That, that could um, be your Menno moment then. Yeah, but I, I'm not sure. I just think it's me being Dixie, to be honest. <laughs> I think I've just got so much going on in my head that I just don't actually always focus on the practical everyday things I should do. <laughs> <laughs> and who would you like to give a big shout out, a big mention to? Who do you, who inspires you? And um... oh goodness, I mean, I think that's that. This is this is just always a really difficult question, isn't it? Because yeah. I find inspiration constantly every day from both the people who are in my real life. Mm -hmm. um, sounds a bit of a cliche, but and I'm, I'm so proud. I've got two grown-up daughters and I'm so proud of them Aww. and the women that they have become. Uh -huh. And I look at how they conduct themselves and live their life mm -hmm. and they inspire me incredibly. Oh, um, nice. what a nice mummy. Yeah. But, but, you know... I think on social media there are so many men and women out there that are changing the world mm. sometimes in ways they just don't even realise they're doing because yeah. they, that's not their intention. Uh -huh. But they're just being authentic and sharing. And being themselves. And being themselves. Yeah. And, and the fact sometimes we just see that mm -hmm. makes us braver, I think, and makes us much more inclined to... To go out there and just seize the moment for ourselves. Yeah, really. yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's a good answer. Thank you. Um, and what's your daily mantra that you live by? What do you use every day? Oh, um, well, I've got a little saying that mm -hmm. I, I've carried with me for years that was taught to me by a therapist probably in about 1983, mm -hmm. um, and it is... I am groovy and great, and that is my state. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you see, it makes you laugh as well, because you can't say it without... Laughing. Grinning. Yeah. Um, and it was said to me by a very sincere Californian existential psychotherapist. Uh -huh. And you're supposed to say it with great sincerity. And, you know, I am groovy and great, <laughs> and Becca... That is your state. Well, of course, I can't say it like that because I just piss myself laughing. Um, <laughs> but that's, I guess that's my mantra. And the other one um, <laughs> is, fuck it, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I'm like that as well some days. Yeah, I just think, what the heck, just do it, just get it done. Yeah. Just 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 breathe and do it. What can yeah, what, what can go wrong? Exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. What's the worst that can happen? Uh-huh. Is anyone likely to die from this action? Yeah. Or what's the worst that can happen no. from it? Yeah. yeah. If someone if you ask someone a question, they're only gonna say no. So what? You've yeah. asked a question or yeah. Um, you know, or you, you know, you might look silly, but you know, so what? I, I just, I, I just did the um, Miss Great Britain uh, pageant. I, I, and um, yeah, before that, I was absolutely so nervous, thinking, how am I going to do it? And um, but after I'd done it, I felt amazing. I had so much confidence, and it's the best thing I've ever done. So. Um, the last year, I did um, the real catwalk in Trafalgar Square at the end of August. Yeah. My God, that couple of hours changed the whole way I saw myself. Uh-huh. It was good. In a bikini, in Trafalgar Square, <laughs> with loads of other amazing men and women. Yeah, I'm proud of you. You did it good. A, I, I, I was shaking with nerves. I was so – I wound myself up about it. I almost disappeared and pretended I'd gone to the loo and couldn't come out in the mm-hmm. National Gallery because mm-hmm. I got myself so wound up about it. But it was an incredible experience. And like you, afterwards, I was just – I don't know, really, to change the way I, I, I viewed myself. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I thought, why was I? Why have I got myself so hung up about wearing a swimsuit? Because I had to do swimwear around as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and I just thought, oh, if I can do that now, I can do anything. So, yeah. <laughs> what was I getting myself all worried about before in the past? Yeah, well, there's another real cut coming up this year. So, oh, okay. Come do it with us. Oh, I think I might. Might, might yeah. hold you to that. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah, yeah all right. I'll make it's a. Really, it's really like it's just so. So freeing, isn't it? It's like okay, there is really nothing, nothing I can't do now. I'm invincible. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other thing that got me through it was, um, you do this when you go on holiday. You walk past people on sun loungers. What? What? What's the difference? You don't know these people, so what's the problem? Just you know, yeah. just got to do it sometimes. But um, yeah, it's exactly the same. And so many times people say to me, oh, "It's okay for you. You're really confident." But I am not a confident person at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not. I'm not, I'm definitely not confident. I'm not bothered about my body. I've, I must admit, I've always been quite comfortable and happy in my own skin, uh-huh. really. Yeah. Um, but there's a difference between that and being confident. Yeah, no, I'd say you're confident. I'd say you're very confident. I'm, I've, I'm growing into it. I'm a lot more confident now because I've had. I've been doing yeah. so much and putting myself so much out there the last couple of years. Yeah. And, of course, the more you do that and the more feedback that you get, uh-huh. the braver and the stronger you feel about yourself. Yeah, yeah um, I agree. Yeah, but it's not always easy to get to that stage where you just feel able to do it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, well, thank you very much. It was a lot, I forgot to ask, how's Weef? Yeah, yeah he's <laughs> fine. Yeah, he's... Weef's one of life... One of Weef's one of the world's natural self-isolators. <laughs> so as long as he's got something, as long as he can draw or paint, which mm-hmm. is what he does, obviously, every day, uh-huh. he's happy. Aww. So it makes Aww. no difference to him. Whether, you make such a lovely couple. <laughs> so, so people can find you on Instagram and yeah. Twitter. So we're, we're Goldie underscore magazine mm-hmm. on Instagram. That's mm-hmm. where I hang out most of the time. I'm not a great fan of other social media. Mm-hmm. Um I very rarely go on Twitter, and at the moment, I am avoiding Twitter like, huh? yeah. oh, that's a, like the plague. Um, <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing going on. It's just Corona. It's just coronavirus. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm avoiding. I'm avoiding Twitter because of of the negativity around Corona. Mm-hmm. Um, I fell out of love with Facebook because I had some quite sort of 
not very nice trolling issues oh, yeah. on there. Yeah. I probably will actually go back on a bit more lately because a lot of my family and friends oh, yeah. are on Facebook and not Instagram. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, there, I, I, we are, we're Goldie Media on yeah. Facebook. Lovely. <clears throat> Okay, lovely. All right, well, thank you very much. It was lovely to chat with you, you again today. Sure. And I look yeah. forward to our Zoom call, which we're going to do yeah. together on Friday. Friday. Yeah. Brilliant. Mm. All right, darling. All right, okay. then. Lots of love. Nice Stay healthy. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh, thank you.